Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys, a podcast where three cowardly friends discuss horror movies. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we watched Halloween 2. Halloween 2 is a 1981 American slasher film directed by Rick Rosenthal, written and produced by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill, and is the second instalment in the Halloween film franchise. The plot picks up directly after the first film. As Michael Myers continues to murder the citizens of Haddonsfield, he heads to the hospital to kill the injured Laurie. It's now up to Laurie and Dr. Loomis to stop Michael and his murderous rampage. Listen. Yes? On the record, I think this is a piece of shit. (laughs) However... I do want to say it has one of the greatest moments I've ever seen on screen, and that is when the the guy that looks like Michael Myers mm. gets hit by a car, explodes. knocked into a van, and it explodes. Yeah. <laughs> it is so fucking it's good. It's unhinged. <laughs> I, I think I enjoyed this one more, but I think yeah. I think used when I messaged you guys, I was like, I'm enjoying this more, and Sean, you were like, yeah, but that's because you've got a benchmark. I think I know. Yes. A bit like, a bit like Friday the 13th, I know where I am now. Yeah. I know the world of Halloween. I know what's going to happen. So when characters do ridiculous shit, when deaths are insane, mm. and when... Donnie Pleasance is running around yelling, <laughs> I shot him six times! <laughs> he's not human! He's I'm not human! Yeah. He's not human! He's not <laughs> He can't be. He can't because, be. Yeah. So he got shot six times at the end of the first film, yeah. right? Yep. He gets shot like 15 times. He gets shot there. in mm-hmm. each eye. He gets shot in the head, yeah. Like, it's in, it was honestly made me livid. It was on the... From the start, like, uh, watching this movie, okay, my expectations were low given the first one, yeah. but because it replayed that scene at the start where he gets shot six times and then he's fine, he's literally could not be better in like the top of health. Yeah. And he's walking around happily murdering people. There is not, he's not even fucking limping or anything. No. I was already like, all right, well, I'm checked out. I don't give a fuck. What's the point if this dude literally can take a million bullets to the chest and face and nothing? Ha- like, he's Superman. Yeah. And like, yeah. granted, Superman is a serial killer. Yeah. That's a cool premise. He's, but yes. in this movie, it sucks dick. Superman corrupted, really. Yeah. It hurts yeah. to see your heroes like this, to be honest. <laughs> I'm trying to think of Adam's thing of like rooting for the killer. and I can't mm. even really get behind him because he's so slow. Just walk quickly. There's that bit where she's going in the elevator and it's like, man, if you just like... Yes. If you just power walked, 
you could end this right now. He's right. a dip, he's a dipshit. <laughs> right. End it for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, he's been in a coma for a million years. He's a bit it, there's something kind of I like I kind of respect the slowness of it. There's something mm. kind of there's something terrifying because he just feels inevitable. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like he's yeah. just he's gonna get you. Like yeah. you can run real fast, you can mm. climb a building, you can you can weapon up and you can shoot him. Yeah. But he will just get back up and he will just slowly come after you okay. and burn you alive in a bathtub. This is a great <laughs> that's a great point, Tom. The slowness is actually great. I'm coming at this from seeing like lots of later iterations that were probably inspired by this. Yeah. The slowness is fine and I guess it works for this character. It's so frustrating to see the slow villain walk basically in like nearly everything else that's come out mm, since. Mm, like that yeah. never makes sense. Why you walk so slowly? Yeah, yeah. If you just jogged, movie's over. <laughs> right. You win. Yeah. They're idiots. It's like yeah. the villain explaining the the plan to the hero and then getting killed. It's dumb. It's it's just it does my head in. Run, Michael, run. <laughs> <laughs> I think there are times when it when it works and that's when like he doesn't need to hurry because the person like all they can do is keep running down that corridor he's going to get up to them eventually. The elevator example is a great one because no she's getting away. Like if he was really that desperate to kill her, which he is, like yeah. as obviously the movie explains why, which is also fucking dumb. But he's so desperate to kill her, she's going to literally get away. She's going to get in the elevator. He doesn't know what's going to happen after that. So at yeah. that point you're like, "No, no, you need to Quicken your step there, champ. At least a light jog, you know. Yeah. His cardio is poor as fuck. <laughs> the poor, the poor big, the poor big boy. I re- I love that the actor who played him. His mm. name. Do you know what his name is? No. It's so funny. It's it's Dick Warlock. Oh, <laughs> wow. big Dick That's Warlock. Such a good name. Well, he's, uh, well, he's not even that big, so he's the shortest of all the Michael Myers. <laughs> okay. And most of the time, the camera's, the camera's situated so it's like, no, nah, he's still kind of got the presence of whoever. I can't remember who it was who played it in the first one. Yeah. Um, but there is, I remember there being one shot. I'm blanking now on which exact scene Nick, it was. I think Summer it's in Nick, the hospital. I think Nick Castle played him in the first one. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Nick Castle. Does he get played by the same actor ever again? Or is it like a different actor every time? I think it might have been different each time. Yeah, I didn't do enough research to tell you, to be honest. <laughs> I'll, I'll check. You keep doing that. I'm going to see who continues to right, play. I'm DV Detective. Jesus, there are so many of these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like in the first one, it's like it's that slowness and the presence of him. He's yeah. like literally like he was called the shape in the original script. He wasn't mm. even Michael Myers. Um, but yeah, there's one shot in here where... Uh, he's quite. You can you can get a sense of his size because he's up again. He's actually close to somebody, and you're like, oh, you're a little shrimpy there, chef. Like, oh, I could probably, I could take you. Is he wearing lifts as well? Probably. <laughs> he probably is. Yeah. Because yeah. Jamie Lee yeah. Curtis, I'm not sure about this at all, but in my mind, she's quite tall. Yeah, our picture is quite yeah. quite tall. I've not met her. Yeah. No. <laughs> what have you What have you found, Tom? I've I've found something. So I've I've gone to um the newest Halloween reboot. So there's a new trilogy yeah, okay, that started sweet. a couple of years ago. The Character is is billed as the shape in that film. Wow, mm-hmm. not Michael Myers, and it is played by Nick Castle. Oh, there you so go. He's come back for the oh, the Blumhouse cool. reboot. Nice. It's a different guy in Halloween Four. I'm sure they chop and change. I a mean, bit. there's there's so friggin' many of them. It's insane. I, I'm going to assume that um in the in the rebooted franchise, yeah, it's Nick Castle in the in the one that Halloween yeah. kills, and then Halloween ends, which is the third one. Uh, yeah. He's that's, not billed yet. That's but. cool to get him back. Damon, did you say was it was it Deborah Hill was the co-writer? I think you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. co-producer at least. Yeah, I read an interesting thing about her, which is on the set, uh, 
Dick, um, what was his last name again? Dick Warlock. Warlock. Dick Warlock said to her, yeah, am I, am I doing the walk right and all that? And she was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Keep going. And then later she criticized it because her and JC, Johnny Carpenter, are quite mm. critical of the film. Yes. And he it broke his heart because he was like, I asked her on the set. Right. And now she says in the movie, I walk too slowly. It just killed oh, me. Oh, that does suck. Because you're like, if you've literally made a point of it and she hasn't called you on yeah. it then, what the hell? Yeah, poor Dick. Yeah. I tell you what broke my heart straight out the gate with this film. Because I, I wasn't really looking forward to watching mm. it. But then I was like, oh, you know what? It's JC. Yeah. Because yeah. we love JC on this show. Yeah. But then it said directed by some other yeah, dude. Didn't JC song. didn't even direct it. That just no, broke no. my heart straight away. I was like, oh, man, what the yeah. fuck? Well, he didn't do any others, did he? All the. No, he didn't want to. So I read today, he, mm. he wrote the first one and directed, obviously. And he was like, that's a standalone movie. Yeah. Like, you guys can get fucked. We're not doing another one. And then they were like, here's money. And he went, you know what? <laughs> Okay. He, he actually had a bit of a dispute from the first one where he didn't think he got paid proportionately to how successful mm. it was and everything. So he's kind of like, in his eyes, I'll write the second one and that'll be like me getting my payback for what I really should have got for the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But he did direct a few scenes. They had okay. him come in and like, he got on the, ed- he obviously, I think he was the composer as well. Yeah. And he did the editing because he watched it and was pretty critical. He was like, this director doesn't know what he's fucking mm. doing. This movie's really slow. It's not very scary. It's a bit shit. So he did like a re-edit of it and he he filmed some of the more like graphic violence scenes as well just to like make it a bit scarier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, like I I read that, uh, you might have read this also, but yeah, he he genuinely hates this film. Like you said, had no interest in it. The the term I read is he's called, he's since called it an abomination and a horrible movie. That's huge. That's huge. (laughs) And then he also talks about like he was so... So he did write the thing, but he was like so unenthusiastic about it. He basically has said the thing that got him through it was a six pack of Budweiser every day, which led him to <laughs> what he believes is an inferior script and poor choices in the movie's story. <laughs> I love it. It's, a, it's just a drunk script. Like every day down in a six, that'd be like, all right, let's get back into this pile of crap. Oh, Jeez. Man. I mean, that, that makes sense because it's, it's weird. Like I didn't love the first Halloween, but I can watch, I watched this and I enjoyed this more. Mm. And I think if I went back and watched the first Halloween, I'd probably rate it higher than this. Sure. Because I now know what it's trying to do, maybe. Yeah, I guess. I think this one is more enjoyable to watch. Like, I, yes. I won't rewatch the first one because I just didn't really like it. And I know that's yeah. probably sacrilege to a lot of horror fans. But it wasn't for me. I don't think it was really for any of us. Tom, you might have been more yeah. into it, I think. No, I, I didn't no, like you didn't this. Like I, was, yeah. I, didn't, I liked it. I looked on our Faithful Little Letterbox things and I rated it the lowest out of the three of us. Oh, wow. That's oh, big. Okay, that's shit. very big. Yeah. Um, I think Damo gave it three. I gave it two. Yeah. There was enough there for well. me to like. There was yeah. like, yeah. But then this one, it's interesting, obviously, like following straight on from the events of the first one, I kind of don't hate that. It kind of gives Oh, it, I love that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It gives it a feeling of pace straight away because we don't have to set anything up. We're straight into it. Yeah. But then after that, I think like, I think, yeah, I have to imagine JC, like you just said, JC's additions, without those, it would have just felt super slow. Like it would have actually, you've got all this pace because you're coming straight off the heels of the last one. And then to have this slow ambling movie- what a waste. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting to hear about JC's edits. And it's only yeah. 90 minutes. And mm. it's not uh, it's not what we would love, which is a tight 90. It's just a no. kind of loose yeah. and sluggish 90. Yeah. 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 It's It does this thing that I do like, though, which is it, it has that whole thing of it, the immediacy of it afterwards, but also you kind of get the day is saved at the end of the first one. So it's mm. like, right, well, what do we do now? Like, yes, he escapes, but what do we do now? You know, Laurie's been rescued. Mm. The cops are onto him. Loomis is onto him. What do we do here? So they just do this great thing where they just make all of the police incompetent, 
well, not incompetent, but they're just looking in the wrong spots. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so he's he's dismantling all these people in this hospital, and the cops are just running around town with Loomis looking for him. Yeah, and he's not even there. He's in the hot like he's they're not even looking in the right place, and that's mm. just a great little bit of dread being like she, no no one's again no one's going to come and save her. She's been mm. saved, but it was a false save because now she's yep. having to fight for her life all over again, which yeah, is kind of yeah. nice. This, yeah, the setting I really like, like the hospital, it's, oh, you get the sense the hospital's a bit out of town. So, yeah, like having this this location that's like interesting because it's a hospital and it's a fairly deserted because it's the midnight shift and that sort of stuff. A lot of that I really liked. I thought it was quite quite fun. But again, I don't feel like it really delivered on that on yeah. that sort of this, the premise of it, I guess. I, I find it interesting that, yeah, he, he hates this because I think, I think the whole idea that she is his sister's shit. That's just shit. Oh yeah, that sucks. Like sucks. it would be, it would be fine. Like you don't even need that. If she was just, he was just going after her because he, she's the one that got away. That that's yeah. fine. That's it, better. It's way yeah, better than yeah. that. Like that weird dream she has, where she's like, right to justify, she, yeah, justify what's happening. And like it's like she knows. Like does she know that Michael Myers is her brother? Like it's implied that she does. But well, also, it's like she's like, like somehow remembered it. Like yeah, uh, yeah she was too. Right, right. It's so shit. Well, like, so again, a, a different interview I read with JC, uh, and I say different because he once more talks about having a six-pack of beer in front of him. <laughs> uh, and so he says, the idea of Laurie being Michael's sister came to him at two o'clock in the morning. So he's like desperate just to get this fucking script out. So it came to him at two in the morning in front of a typewriter with a six-pack of beer. And he now hates it. And he, and he even said in that interview, it was 100% because he had seen Star Wars. And he was like, all right, that was dramatic. <laughs> Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that he's so honest about. Oh yeah, like I, this. This is unrelated to this, but has anyone? It's kind of tangentially related. But has anyone seen the news today about Andrew Lloyd Webber and the movie musical of Cats? Yes, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Oh, it's so so. Sean, he's coming. He was interviewed today for something, and he talks about how like so. He obviously wrote the stage version of Cats. Yeah. And he was saying that when he saw the movie, he was just like, "Oh no, what have they done?" <laughs> <laughs> to the point As where he just like. Yeah. It just broke him completely, and he was saying he got this dog that he decided was his therapy dog, and he was going to oh. take everywhere. And he went to take him on a plane, and the plane was like, "You need a medical certificate. What's the proof that he's a therapy dog?" And in the proof, he just wrote back, "Please watch the Hollywood musical, uh, the Hollywood movie <laughs> Cats, to see what they did to my musical." And the airline wrote back and said, "No doctor's note required." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. So I like to imagine, you know, JC went and got himself a, a dog and was like. This is my therapy dog. Like, how? Yeah. Well, have you seen Halloween 2 or uh, <laughs> 7? Because <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, boys, there's, there's a lot of Halloween movies. When I lo- oh, looked up to yeah. work out, like, how many there is. So there's 1, 2, and 3, but then 3 is, like, Yeah, can you, yeah. do you have the synopsis for that? Because I read that today, and I was like, what the fuck? And I also want to watch it. Yeah. yeah. So th- well, 3 is the next one for us to watch. It, it's filmed a year. So they basically come out, like, 19... 19- Oh, so there's actually quite a gap between one and yeah, two. Yeah, I think it was 70, 78 mm. and 81. Yeah. yeah. But then it's yeah. 82. Yeah, but number three has, I think it's the only one in the series that has nothing to do with Mike Myers. It's called Season of the Witch. Yeah. yeah. It's set in the same franchise, but it's like about masks that make people kill people. Yep. Yeah, it's it's wild. So do you, do you know much of the history of this, this one? No. So JC didn't direct it, but he actually was involved. So... Basically, he never obviously he wanted the Michael Myers story to be standalone. Didn't really want this sequel. Threw money at him and a bunch of Heineken, and he came on board. <laughs> and then after that, they obviously like, hey, this still did really well. We want to make more. And so he basically said, okay, Halloween isn't a ongoing story. It's not a serialized story. 
it's basically a whole bunch of different sort of horror stories that happen on Halloween. That's great. Yeah, I think it's fucking awesome. He envisioned this big franchise where basically they're all Halloween movies, but everyone is its own sort of standalone yep. horror story. Yep. Love and you that. You can kind of go in lots of different directions. And then they made Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, which, as you mentioned, is not about witches. It's about masks somehow. And it tanked hugely. And then they're like, all right, we're not doing that. Let's jump back to Michael Myers because that was clearly what was working. (laughs) Well, yeah, then you get Halloween 4, which is called The Return of Michael Myers. How? How? Sam, Donald Pleasance comes back. What the fuck? I read this also. Like, fuck it. Ugh. I'm sorry. Donald, hang on. Donald Pleasant. So he dies in. It's very clear that Pleasant kills himself to, to defeat Myers in yes. two. Yeah. Yeah. He's in four and five. Of course he's insane. He is. So is Michael Myers, to be fair. For yeah, some reason, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's more upsetting to learn that Dr. Loomis comes back than. Like, mm. that shot at the end of Myers' face melting. I'm like, oh, he'll just grow a new face, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. I kind of hope that he swapped. He put the mask on Loomis, and that was Loomis walking out on fire or something. You know? Oh, that's interesting. That would have been more interesting. That's but big. I'm sure they didn't do that. No. <laughs> remember no. Loomis, boys? Remember that Loomis could have been um, could have been our man? Could have been the Kush. Kush. Yeah, yeah. Pleasance, oh Pleasance rocks it, though. That whole scene is good. start when he's yelling. Yeah. The fact that all the cops hate him and, like, yeah. Like there's a because well, he's a doctor and he's got yeah. a fucking gun and he's gun. like an action man. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It just- he's a hundred percent my favorite part of this. And even like when the cops are planning stuff, he's in there. He just like walks up like, "Yep, what are we doing, boys?" Yeah, arguably yeah. takes charge a couple of times. Yeah, yep. and then the, my favorite point, I made a note of it. There's like early on in the thing when they're outside the house and he's talking to the sheriff or whoever it is. And he has the line, which he delivers in his super hammy, beautiful, gorgeous way, which is, you don't know what death is. And then the music. <laughs> and the music comes in and he turns and does this like stumbly little jog yeah. in the because he's obviously not a runner, but he's obviously meant to be super dramatic. He's now running away after delivering this super oh, theatrical fuck. line. Yeah. Oh, so great. Such a great line. Him. He's... He's fantastic. Even like just little bits. So when that fantastic scene happens with <laughs> police guy, that police guy hits a guy crashing the back of a van. Yep. <laughs> it bursts into yep. flames. He kind of runs over. Then they get the news that the sheriff's daughter is one of the the, the girls who's been killed. Yes. And yep. the cops jump in the car and he just kind of gets in the back. And the officer, yes. yes. the cops just standing there next to his smashed car and a burning corpse. Right. He basically caused the death of somebody, and then he's like, "All right, into the back oh, of the car, off we and go." And it's just, it's, it's so clearly not him. Yeah, like you just like it's a guy in a mask, but it is so clearly yeah, not right, him. Right, right. That explosion is so good. It's like a Simpsons gag, you know, like when Homer <laughs> drives through the the soccer net and the net blows up. Yeah. It's something. It's just ridiculous, like yep. that. I fucking love it's that so, so much. And by that point. Yeah. It's pretty early in the movie, and I was like, man, this movie fucking sucks. And then, whoa, like, my jaw actually dropped. And I was like, well done, movie. I think I'm back. Yeah, I'm back you got in. Me. Yeah. I mean, like, but then you break it. To, like, it's insane that there's a kid wearing a Michael Myers outfit. Like, this hasn't happened a year after, and some people have sort of evangelized him. Mm. This was the day. Like, it's still Halloween. It's still the same Halloween mm. as in the first movie. Yeah. How, it's like an hour later. Right. How is it that he's wearing the same boiler suit? He's got the same, like, a, a mask that looks similar enough to this singular mask that Michael might like it's insane that anyone has happened to be dressed up by him it gets even more hectic when Dr. Loomis basically causes his death and then fucking bails yeah it's just but like I agree it was like arguably one of my favorite parts of the movie because it was just so insane it was like all right any hope I had of this being logical out the window I'm just now on board for the ride yeah that's kind of like the um 
the moment, isn't it, where you go, oh, okay, this movie's just completely cooked. Like, they, they yes. value yeah. Yeah. insane death scenes over character or story. That's it. Yeah. That is it. But, I mean, that's the point of it, right? This, this, is, where it was, this is where it was born. Mm. This is the slasher genre. This is its, its birth and inception. And I think we get spoiled because we got screwed. Yeah, but the yeah. first one, Tom, wasn't graphically violent, really. I think there was a few, like, grisly no, bits. No. But I think it was very... Oh, I this- don't think it went out of its way to be, like fucking as chaotic as this because mm. jc was like oh no there are other films like you know friday the 13th and stuff and we had to like lift our game and make it more, more you know more fucked basically right like the um the the burying her like drowning her in the um boiling in the water thing, yeah, yeah the boiling water yeah. was fucked yes insane another another like again they're clearly just logic doesn't matter why would a therapy pool Get to boiling temp. Like, why is that even an option on the? Yeah, why? It has a setting that <laughs> right. says scalding. No, like, it's a therapy pool. It's like <laughs> right. Wild Coyote. You need scalding <laughs> therapy. Like, this is fucking bonkers. Uh, um, yeah. I think that's what disappointed me most about it is that, like, the first one, for all its faults, really did sort of make some big waves. It really set up so much what we take for granted now, like we talked about in that episode. And so I think because this one came out, what, three years later? Part of me was thinking, okay, it's come out. It's really like made the first one's come out, made a big splash. There have been imitators in those three years who have ripped it off. Obviously, Friday Thirteenth being the biggest one. I was kind of like, I don't know why, because I know that this one's not that well regarded. But I was hoping it would come in and go, all right, well, this is we're the ones who set this up, so we're going to go take the idea further. And it didn't at all. Yeah. It's like, all right, here's a rehash of everything you liked about the first one. Yeah, yeah. It's it also has one of my favorite bits, uh, which is where. Uh, the mm. two paramedics, the good guy, Jim, uh, good guy <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, yeah. paramedic, yeah. horny paramedic, Bud, um, who has a code. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like they're sitting there having coffee. He's like, "You're breaking the first rule. Don't fall for a patient." Like, what the fuck? Who are you? Yeah. Also, you just you have a rule. Where's <laughs> the logic in his rule? Right. Wouldn't it be worse to right? fall? Wouldn't it be better to fall for a patient than a coworker? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Insane. Uh, Look, he also has he also sings Amazing Grace sit on my face. And for that, yeah, ten yeah. points. I love yeah. him. His name's Bud, yeah. Bud, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The minute he appeared, started being a smart ass, I was like, Oh, you're, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like even like so he's him and uh Karen, the girl he was hooking up with. So Karen is a literal stunner. Bud looks like they found him at the nearest 7-Eleven. Like, yeah. He's like, there's a nothing face going on. Yeah. He must have the girthiest dick in the world. <laughs> <laughs> they should have shown it. That's what this movie needs. Oh, oh, that's yeah. what I, I thought. Boys, I thought we were going to get a peen. Yeah. When he stands when up. he stood up, yeah. Right. To, to check the water. Yeah. You just see his ass and I'm like, are we going to get a dick? No. I, no. I was hoping we'd get a boiled peen. <laughs> that it would sort of get into the water and just shrimp. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen a boiled peen. I was curious. Man, more peen on screen that's what we need <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's travesty we didn't get it i tell you what's interesting just to note on this is that it seems to be a trend that the creators of the things that they make mm. do something that's successful and then it's hated <laughs> like yes. then they then they're yeah. forced to do another one like they like see i'm thinking of um nightmare right so there's right, all the sequels right. and wes craven was like ah they're dog shit i hate them all yeah and yeah. then came back to do his version which was basically making fun of all the yeah Sequels that have been well, made. Like, yeah. It's like the idea is great, but it's not that deep of an idea that you can make 10 movies off it. So everything afterwards becomes, to my mind, either completely cooked, which that's fun, don't get me wrong, or it becomes diluted. It's the same thing, but it's slightly like thinner and not as good. It's arguably yeah. boiled dick soup, which is not <laughs> appetizing. <laughs> yeah. Well, because so here's the thing, right? So looking at the Halloween collection, mm. you've got the first one and the second one. Then there's the season of the witch. 
There's four and five, then a sixth movie mm-hmm. in 95. Then you get H2O. Yeah. Which is t- called Halloween H Toy Twenty Years Later. Mm-hmm. That's the whole title. Bring- Already, that's insane. That's the whole <laughs> yeah. title. <laughs> yeah, they bring Jamie Lee Curtis back. Right. Uh, it also features Joseph Gordon-Levitt, oh. Adam Arkin, Josh Hartnett, and LL Cool J. Fuck Whoa. yeah! I'm excited to watch that one. I, boys. Yeah. Can we skip some? Oh. <laughs> um, I think we can skip four through to six. I agree. I, I think we got to hit season the witch because it's bonkers. Yep. So originally, I was thinking because I've sort of looked into the history of the the timeline of, of Halloween. Originally, I was thinking we've got to watch one and two and then jump to the absolute newest iteration because as far as I'm aware, other than like the next generation, we're some of the few people out there who have uh, who have not seen any of the Halloween stuff and then we can basically, I think that's, I believe the newest iteration either comes in after the first movie or the second one. I can't actually remember. Yeah, the second one, I think. Yeah. Is, right. So let's, yeah, I was thinking, cool, watch one and two, then jump to the newest ones, skip all the chaff in the middle. Yeah. But now having read and heard about Season of the Witch, how can we not? Got to. Got to do it. How can we not? To. Yeah. How can we not? So, but then after H2O, Rick Rosenthal comes back to make <laughs> a 2002 film. Why? He was Halloween shit. Resurrection. Oh, oh man. Um, it is terrible, but... <laughs> Shocked. <laughs> here's the thing. So then you get the, the, the Halloween one, the, the new sort of Blumhouse one that people like, mm. but I'm pretty sure there's another remake... Yep, 2007, they remade it with Rob Zombie. It is not canonically connected to anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's a remake. He did two, didn't uh, he, Rob Zombie? I think he did two. Yeah. Yeah, Halloween 2. It's just, again, a shot-for-shot remake. Crazy. Of the first. Basically, these are remakes of the first two. Happy to skip them. Yeah. Malcolm McDowell plays Loomis. Oh. Uh, Maybe, maybe. Maybe interested. Okay, fuck. Stop. I'd love I'd love a Loomis played by Anthony Hopkins personally. Oh, oh. yeah. Hopkins off the chain. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Hopkins from um fuck, what was the Dracula one we watched? Oh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. That's the Hopkins I want to see. Where he Loomis. just teleports? <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. <laughs> uh, all right, boys. Where are we scared? No. Nah. Nah, look. Not at all. I, I, think, I think I can say that the the elements of Mike Myers that I like, which is which is part of the slow walking. I think there were times in this movie where it was it was too slow and so it kind of lost its effect. Yeah. But the the calmness, the mask, there's the fact that you've got no all the things that worked in the first one, that you can't really tell his emotional state at any point. All you know is that he's gonna kill you. A lot of that still worked. There was one scene that I thought was really good where the nurse um, comes in and finds the dead body. And then all of a sudden he sort of comes oh. out of the dark. Yeah, yeah. Comes yeah. out of the darkness behind her. And almost like it's a really good shot because obviously it would have all been 100% done in camera, but it, it does seem like he materializes in this really like, yeah. you know, arguably terrifying That's fashion. a cool shot. It was a good shot. I like that. Um, but otherwise, there's not a lot that's scary. There's, nah. there's one other scene actually that I made a note of just because I thought, oh, that's actually good riding and it's raising the stakes and that's when um laurie's in the car she's hiding out in the car she's sort of a bit drugged up she's obviously injured she's really kind of partly out of it and then that dude who's interested in her comes into the car he's already slipped on the blood he's half out of it as well and then he falls face first into the horn i'm like oh that's very good like they actually set up all the pieces they needed for that and now she's like half trapped in this car with this alarm going off basically telling mike myers exactly where she is yeah that was good. Yeah. Beyond that, definitely not scared at any real point. <laughs> they they no. had another moment where I thought they were going to do a clever setup too, which is where I think was her name Karen, the one who's with Bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Karen says um, he surprises her, and she's like, "Oh, you nearly got. I could have stabbed you with these." And she pulls these scissors out of her pocket. Oh. I was like, "Oh, great! She's going to get attacked, and she's going to have course. scissors to stab him." Yeah, but then she doesn't have the scissors on her because when he attacks, she is naked. Because boobs. So that was disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did yeah. turn to my lovely wife Holly and I said, "I think we're going to get boobs," and then we did. I said exactly <laughs> the same thing to my girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, boob oh, city." We're, we're simple men. Oh, we are bad. <laughs> I um, I, I think yeah. There's 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 moments of like, how are they going to get out of this kind of tension? Mm. But not really a. The only, yeah, the only bit of true kind of spooky terror awfulness is the needle in the eye shot that then yes, yeah. slowly shows his face appearing yeah. behind them. Yeah, yeah. I also love, I love again, they use the, the POV shot of him. Mm. Not as much as they do in the first no, one. No, no, no. Um, which which I, I kind of like that in that first one. Yeah, good. Um, but yeah, they, they do it a couple of times early on and then abandon it completely once they get yeah, to the hospital. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. Um, but it is it is very cool to, to, to force the audience to be Michael Myers. Yeah. Not Mike Myers, but Michael Myers. Yeah. yeah. Yes. There's also another bit. I don't know if this necessarily falls into the where we scared category, but I would have been scared if I was a patient. When Laurie first comes in and her like, she's fucked. She's like injured as. And then they openly say in front of her, hey, by the way, I think the doctor's drunk. Yeah. You're like, what and is this hospital? He <laughs> is very drunk. Right. He comes in with his like lab coat hard off. He's like, hey. Oh. <laughs> Surely Halloween is the night where you get the most... 
like that kid with his good call with yeah. his tongue being iced yeah. for whatever reason yeah. has happened to him like so what that was meant to be I did read up on that because I was like what the fuck was that storyline which I think there were scenes that they later cut so that was playing on that that sort of almost urban legend about having razor blades in the candy uh, yeah. okay and so they put that in there as like oh that's creepy that's Halloween related we've got to have something in there so the the I, they never explained it in the movie at least not the version I watched um. And then I also read that part of the reason they didn't is because, well, that basically is an urban legend. Like, people actually haven't done that, really. It's like, obviously, it's a threatening thing. There have been um, people who put cyanide in candy, but most of the cases that's been that's happened, it's been the parents of the children who have gotten the candy who has put the cyanide in it. What the fuck? Which is another level of awful, obviously. It's fucked, yeah. But Strangers putting razor blades in candy is actually not... It's just an urban legend. It's a good horror story, but it's not actually really a thing (laughs) that happens a lot. Good. Fucking hell. But yeah, but even until like... So that was... That that could have been creepy, but it was almost just there for, again, no reason whatsoever. Well, I thought the fact that he couldn't talk when he came out was going to be that he saw... Michael Myers at the hospital, and he's like, "Mom, look," or something. But he couldn't say it. That would have been fucking awesome, Tom. That would have been a great scene. <laughs> Five star scene. <laughs> Five star scene from Tom Reed over there. All right. Uh, did our characters act wisely or foolishly? Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's a single good decision <laughs> no, in this dude. movie. The main one that stands out for me is just like one that happened near the end, yeah. where Laurie <laughs> she watches them. So she's on the ground. Uh, she watches them enter the hospital mm. and she can't, she's doing that Rose from Titanic thing where she can't <laughs> seem to speak properly and call oh, for help. So I thought, yeah. oh, that's interesting. But I, I, that happened in slow motion in my mind because yeah. I was like, man, I wish they had an earlier scene where she got choked and maybe her throat's a bit fucked and she can't right, scream. Right. And I yeah. thought, oh, maybe she's just injured and she can't. And then as soon as the door shuts, she fucking screams. She belts like, yeah. it out. What the hell, man? But also she runs over. And then it's like, stop banging on the hospital door. Yeah. Just get in the car. Right. All the other cars are fucked. That car just pulled up. I think the, the engine's still on. Yes. Yeah. Get in the car and drive away. Yeah, yeah. What? Like, yeah. you don't owe those people anything. 100%. Get in there and drive away. Leave. Get yeah. out of there. So, on this watch, Holly was, like, losing her fucking nut. Like, getting so angry at the poor decisions Laurie was making. Yeah. And I kept kind of going, ah, oh, yeah, but look, we know they've drugged. Like, they gave her those those drugs before. They kind of did try to at least set up, oh, she's a bit groggy and disorientated. But then, yeah, I think though that beat of her going, oh, I'm speaking in a whisper. And then moments later, after the point that it's useful, she belts out this scream. Yeah. Infuriating. And then yeah. I had the same thought. She's whacking on the windows. There's a running car right behind her. Like, yeah. fucking insane. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Do you know what I love, boys? I love when my car doesn't work because the tires have been slashed so the engine won't start. <laughs> yeah, right. Because, of course, you can, you can drive a car on dead tires. Who the fuck cares? You certainly can. I, I assume he's done something else to the car, but you don't see that. You just see yeah. flat tires. It's like, oh, yeah, flat tires. He does right. pretty much all the cars, yeah? Yeah, yeah I believe so. Every car. I will say this to you. I don't think, based on the speed that that guy gets around, that he has enough time <laughs> to do that job. Yeah, good call. I think that's fucked. Yeah, no, that's fair. Loomis, yeah. Loomis's decisions are poor. Like even just like even to almost shoot a no, kid. Like, oh yeah, like there's, he everything he does is pretty terrible. But like, yeah, at no point does he go. Oh, we're trying to find this guy. Where could he be? Oh, maybe mm. he's trying to finish the job on Laurie. Let's go right. to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's just poor from him. I think. Yeah, it's not till that dumb reveal that he puts the pieces together. When yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty fucking cooked. I love that they're apologetic to him. Oh, we should have given you access to every file. <laughs> Wouldn't have done any good. Loomis is a fucking yeah, idiot. Yeah. I do I I do love his arc of like 
you know, he well, he well, actually, he kind of denies blame a lot of the time where people are like, you let him out. He's like, I didn't, I didn't let him out. Um, but he obviously has at least a sense of responsibility for this patient of his. So I kind of love that he is so gun-ho about stopping him because it's it's arguably his responsibility. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he shoots the window out of that car that he's in while he's driving. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, but the final scene where, yeah, he sacrifices himself, I'm like, oh, look, I didn't hate, I quite liked that because, yeah, he kind of, you know, he needed to be the one to finish the job. And, like, it was even interesting having him and Laurie really be double billed or him and um, Jamie Lee be double billed in this one. Yeah. I don't think I really realised that, especially for this movie, yeah, they're kind of, there's two leads. They're co-leads for this yep. film. Yeah. Well, they're, they're solving their own mysteries. Yeah. She's trying to survive and he's trying to find mm. Michael in that school that we... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, we don't see that. That's just, he's just in a school, yeah. he puts a knife in a bit of paper and then writes Sam Hain on a what? Is that implying that Michael Myers is the Halloween god of death? I Honestly, don't know, man. Who knows? It's the same thing as like, you know, he does get shot so many times, literally gets two shots in the eyes for fuck's sake. Like his brain would be... Oh, that just blinds him. Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> blinds him. It doesn't slow him down one beat. And then like for them to go, oh, Loomis would just be like, well, he mustn't be human. But he is human. We know yeah. he's a human being. Yeah, he's a man. He's just a man. Like, yeah. oh, I like. Yeah, I was generally quite livid about that. Mostly just because from like, if they gave any kind of justification of it, I could maybe get on board. But they really didn't, and it just it dilutes my care, like an audience's care factor. Like, yeah, why would I invest in these characters when this guy can take a dozen bullets and keep coming? That's it's insane. That's the biggest issue. But also, like, Laurie's just for me. Just a shit character. Mm. Like, I, I don't care if she gets killed. Yeah, yeah. So that I think that's a failing of the film. And I felt that way in the first one. Not not to as great an extent. In, like, in this one, you should you should be more invested in her because it's you know, yes, a second yeah. film. I just didn't care. I was just like, your character is just really shit. Yeah. I, I love that bit when he goes blind and he's coming towards Laurie. And so Loomis has the idea to, like, make some sound over here mm. to drag him over. And then Laurie... Who everything she does is just so stupid. Goes, I'm going to do the same thing. She's a teenager, right? Yeah. Essentially, yeah. you're the child. He's the man with the gun. He's saving you in that moment. Yes, dragging the monster away from you. Mm. You don't have to save yeah. him as well. Yeah, right, right. And and turn on more things so he comes back to her, and then she just doesn't move. It's like he's still blind. You can like crawl out of the way, but you're sitting in the corner still. Yeah, yeah. They could both leave that room. Yes, they easily. Yeah, yep. And then he could shoot a gas canister from outside. Yep. yep. Or light a match and throw it in. Don't you just love that he forces a gun on Laurie and goes, you take it. And then his gun has no bullets. And it's like, you're a dipshit, <laughs> man. Insane. You're a fucking idiot. You're just a doctor who yeah. doesn't know how to handle a yeah. gun. Uh, and I think... He's but, a pretty good shot. He's actually a pretty good shot for a doctor. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think going back to Laurie's character, I agree. There's like... I think part of the problem is, and this is something that gets f- sort of fixed in later slasher movies, where... In this one, at least, we never see her fight back once. She's always running. And, like, yeah. it's almost like it's it could arguably play as a save the cat moment, but all it's really doing is giving her a bit of spine and a bit of backbone and, like, uh, getting us to go, okay, maybe if she, if she tries hard enough, she'll beat him. Yeah. But she's always on the run. There's always, like, she's just a victim the entire way. Obviously, yeah, Loomis has to come in and save her. And I don't know, I just wish we had one scene where she at least, like, fucking got a good shot in early on. Yeah. Even if then she keeps running, whatever. But, like, yeah. at no point did she ever put up a fight. She's just running the entire time. Yeah. She doesn't have, like, a single hero moment. Mm. 
And it, it kind of sucks. And I think it's something like Nightmare where Nancy, for me, Nancy's such a great yeah, character. Yeah, cool but I think Nancy achieves more in five minutes than yes. Laurie has in the two films we've watched. Yeah. And that's just poor, poor character work, I think. Yeah. Even Friday the 13th Part 2, you've got a character who is like, right, I'm going to use my psychological knowledge to trick mm. Jason into thinking I'm his mum. I'm going to fight back. I'm going to do something. Yes. Laurie yeah. just is... Is 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 victim and only victim. So I assume. Right. Look, based on trailers and photos I've seen of adult Jamie Lee in other <laughs> films, yes, it feels like the shit franchise course corrects that. Oh yes, <laughs> and I yeah. can't wait for that. Honestly, like seeing Jamie Lee uh, in her older years getting ready to kick some fucking ass. Oh boy, I'm so on, I'm so ready for some of that. Can't Absolutely. wait. Hey, what's the name yeah. of the paramedic guy that's into into uh, Laurie? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. That. Like he survived, didn't he? Uh yeah. So yeah. we don't actually see, it, but I did read there again. There was an he just passes out. Yes. So it's sort of like ambiguous, but apparently there was a scene in a, in a longer version that I didn't watch, where when she goes into the back of the ambo, he's already in there, and so we do see him sit up and he's alive. Ah, uh, because yeah, I just didn't. I expected him to die or something like they didn't. Yeah, they they gave him enough screen time, but then didn't really do enough with him. And I, boys, yeah. I'm a simple man. What I really wanted more than anything was her getting put in the ambulance at the end and Jimmy appearing and giving her that can of Coke that he promised. Oh, sure. Oh, Come on, man. You can't offer a can of Coke and not deliver. All right? Yeah. Even if, even if before he faded, he had said, I'll get you that can of Coke. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah, something yeah. nice. Yeah, it would have been dumb, yeah. but it would have been sweet. Yeah. yeah. Chekhov's can of Coke. Come on. Yeah. Sort that shit Come out. Come on. Bloody hell, JC. It could have been a Budweiser. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, JC had drunk them all. There was none left, buddy. <laughs> All right, how would we have done in this situation? I think we win easily. Uh, we just run away. There's fire, so already we've got Sean on the case. Yep. Actually, yeah, the fact that fire seemed to be successful until movies 4, 5, 6, 7, <laughs> 8, 9, and 10, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't mind that. To be honest, Loomis is such a hero for going the fire move. <laughs> yeah. I respect I respect that so much to the extent where I don't care about any of his mis- I don't care that he got that guy killed at the start. <laughs> <laughs> He, Loomis's best moments are all about fire. Right. Oh, I love that. <laughs> he killed yeah. an innocent man with fire, and then he also killed a guilty man, and it evens out. It's fine. Yeah. Just yeah. that bit too. That bit too. Where at no point does anyone address the fact that an innocent guy has died. Loomis and that other cop have that moment of being like, "Oh, but yeah, <laughs> nothing happened." <laughs> Fuck oh, I it, love it. Hell. Uh, yeah, look, I I think we could be confident, weirdly. Like, he's, he's bulletproof, but he's not fireproof. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we don't have guns, so cool. That's not an option for us. He is very slow in this He's film, very so, slow. Yeah. Boys, the mm. only thing that we're in trouble with, well, Damon and I might be, is boobs. Oh, the boobs. <laughs> if I'm offered this boobs, true. I'm dead. So <laughs> just, just so you're all aware. The water's too hot, boys. Stay out of that. Sean, Sean. Boobs. Well, only one of us can get taken down by that, though, in that yes. situation. So that's I'm true. De- I, look, so we probably yeah. survive, yeah. but Dame or I are dead. Okay. I think one of us has had our genitals uh, broiled to whoa, a, whoa, to a degree. Yeah. yeah. Peen soup. Peen soup. I think Tom is our horniest member. Uh, yeah. You've had a bit of a oh, peen soup. A bit of peen yeah. soup, man. <laughs> but otherwise, I think we can win. We've watched a lot of slashes now. We've watched a lot of yep. horror. We've, we, we're a bit more proactive, I think, than Laurie. Mm. 
Um, the only thing we probably are at risk of is being killed by Loomis accident. Like, that's actually, <laughs> our greatest that threat is, isn't Michael yeah. Myers. That's, that's a great point. Great. Yeah. yeah. I think we have to team up with Loomis. That's the safest option for us. Correct. Standing, Correct. Yeah. standing behind him at all times. <laughs> right. Be out of his line of fire. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that Michael's so slow is such a huge mm. advantage because ultimately, yeah. and he doesn't have like a gun or anything, it's just a sharp weapon. You can just run away. It's like it's kind of like it follows, but it's not like a curse forever. Because once you run away and put distance, that's it. That's the distance. Yeah, yeah. He's got a scalpel. Yeah. It's insane that that's his major weapon for most of this. Like he gets the knife in that earlier scene. I think he kills one person with it, and then he's got a scalpel. Yeah. And the other thing that drove me nuts about this film, I was going to throw it in there because I made a note of it, and it literally. Made me live it. He stabs someone with a scalpel and then lifts them up. Oh, it's great. <laughs> nah, it's the best. What, yeah, what it's is awesome. this? Like, I, I love that so it's much. Just, it's oh. ridiculous and it's great. And just that little bit yep. where the shoes hit the ground. Yep. The shoes yeah. fall oh, off. Oh, classic. Yeah. I also love the kill with the syringe just directly into the temple. Just that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. that. That's how people die. Right. Mm. That was maybe one of the better kills because I think it's meant to be like he's put air into a into a bloodstream or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I bought into that one. I was on board. I did yeah. love also um, our boy Jimmy slipping on the blood. Mm. Yeah. Because it kind of came from nowhere. I was not ready for that. His yeah. greatest injury is just a concussion. I um, <laughs> yeah. I read that he did it in one take, and he's so proud of that fact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably got hurt and went, that's it. All right. <laughs> At what point do we pretty quickly realise that um, you can't kill him with bullets? Well, he survived the first one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because then it, it gets a bit grisly, but then like, really the only way to do it is to like catch him. So we just set a trap for him and he's very slow. We'll just catch him in like a spider's web type situation. <laughs> yeah. Then you've just got to get like an like a, a saw and just like cut him up a bit. Cut <laughs> yeah. his, le- yeah, cut his leg off pieces. or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, ultimately you have to cut his head off. Yes. And then surely that's it for him, right? Well- Yes, but in the rules of this fucking movie, probably not. But I think for us, yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. I'm fascinated to watch the rest of these films and just see how extreme the methods of death are for him mm. that he keeps coming back from. Yeah, It's really brave of Loomis to assume that fire would kill him if a bullet to the head wouldn't. Yeah, it's big. It's a big <laughs> yeah. call. I like your idea, though, of us like just cutting him up to bits, yeah. basically. I think- and then I afterwards, the three of us, Loomis, we get in that hot tub. We have a, we have some of JC's <laughs> Heineken's. We just chill the fuck out. It's a job well done. <laughs> well, on that note, that is all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. And if you scary listeners would like to get into contact with us, you can email us at 3 at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at ScaredyBoys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm at Boob City. Yeah, boy. Stay scared, everyone. You don't know what death is?